It's What's Next with Peter Buffett. I'm Jimmy Buff, and we did something on New Year's Day um, in our hometown, in our home area here in the Hudson Valley. Uh, there was a, a terrific guy named Micah Blumenthal who organized what he called the Day One We Walk United event. And at one o'clock on one one on the first day of the year, uh, um, we went uh, and walked through uh, the city of Kingston. Yeah, just yeah. a couple of hundred people. Right. No real like specific purpose other than to sort of uh, gather and, and, and be community minded. Right. And it was a great, um, you know, it's just a nice way to start the year because when you're face to face with people, it's so like if we ever go away from, you know, really completely lose human contact with each other, you know, and right. that happens on social media to a degree now. Right. Um, that's when that's when it gets really scary, because I don't think the people who make those comments Right. You know, exactly. Are going to do that face to face. That's that is the story of social media. Right. And anonymous commenting and all of that. And I think I mentioned before that I've had that experience online where people would say these terrible things about me. And then I'd respond as a human and they go, oh, well, actually, it's not about you. It's about me. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's fascinating. And you're right. And, and to come together like that. Uh, on the first of the year with no agenda other than uh, meeting each other face to face and walking and talking and um, yeah, being in community. And the fact that a few hundred people will come together just for that purpose is pretty awesome, you know, yeah. as opposed to saying, well, what's in it for me or what do I have to do? Or, you know, I'm only doing it because I believe in this or that. And I think all anybody believed in on that walk was was community and, and seeing each other. from the Center for Creative Education in Midtown Kingston is going to come by and be in the studio with us in just a couple moments. Now, there's a whole group of people on the ground doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's always good to talk to doers because uh, they know what's going on. They, they are in the community. So very excited to talk to Drew. And we'll do that next. It's What's Next with Peter Buffett. I'm Jimmy Buff, and as promised, we're in the studio right now with uh, Bryant Drew Andrews, Drew Energy, as so many people know you from the Create Center for Creative Education in Kingston. Good to see you. Last time I saw you, you, you had a, a troop of kids out in the Village Green in Woodstock. I think it was Christmas Eve. You had mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. some of the kids out there, and it just changed Energy. the whole, t it was just the perfect thing to happen at that moment. Thanks. Energy Dance Company. Uh, award-winning energy dance company been doing this for 20 years so we, we spend some time uh, having a great time connecting with young people dancing and sharing that with the rest of uh, the world traveling to Germany uh, yeah. Cuba wow. um, Ohio California we, they've been around yeah. Yeah. the Apollo Theater winning several awards at the Apollo Theater worked with Debbie Allen in Culver City California you fantastic know. yeah a lot of you've been lot, around lot. you've been busy well I've been busy I do what I love you know yeah you've I been having what, fun I do what, what I love <laughs> yeah. I do what I love so 
And before we got on the air, uh, we uh, abruptly stopped you because we wanted to uh, hear of what you were saying and talk about what you were saying in terms of the importance of uh, working in your own neighborhood, your own local community, uh, as opposed to, I think, you know, thinking too big and getting overwhelmed. And that's obviously what you're doing. Although you're going all over the country and the world when you're called, uh, your focus is here. I think, um, yeah, my focus is is local first. Yeah, it's local first. I think that's the way that I kind of hone in on like that center purpose, like you know, to focus on my my community and where I can impact change there. Right. To me is what um, is what keeps me centered and not like all over the place and and overwhelmed and 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 it creates angst when right. you when you you know you think that way so um using you know the platform that i so love which is dance and music yep as a way to connect with my community and you know collaborate is uh is to me the way that we 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 share and we create change through that but yep. you know kind of honing it down and you know, yeah. and focus more is where yeah, yeah my my love, and that's what I've been telling you know friends that so all over the place like what's going on yeah what's We're, gonna happen what's gonna happen? Happen? how are we gonna yeah people are yeah. stressed yeah yeah, out. yeah. And I'm like calm down right I I feel like you know I feel like if it's not gonna help it's gonna hurt us to to overthink and um and it you know just certain other chemical reactions happen within the body when you begin to overthink, you know, I, you know, I read somewhere that either what creates, um, what creates, uh, uh, almost like a a sense of urgency or, 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 um, you know, uh, overthinking, thinking too much in the future or thinking too much in the past is what makes people kind of nervous and, and really fearful. Well, and you, uh, so you could narrow that down to being present, certainly, because if you're thinking too much about the past or the future, Mm -hmm. and of course, the most present we can be is in our bodies, right? So that's where you excel, is you make sure... Uh, kids in particular, which is critical because kids are coming into their physical bodies and the sense of who they are, who they are in the world, uh, all these things. And, and you're there to catch them and, and, and say uh, or help them or lift them up or whatever it might be to to say uh, this is how you walk in the world, essentially, is by being connected to yourself, connected to the present. Uh, and that's awesome. That's it, where it starts. Thanks. Um it, it is where it starts, um, you know. In the words of like Mahatma Gandhi, it's it's literally being the change right. that you yep. want to see yep. in the world. And and I like to live in that space. I don't find I've lived. I've done the other things. Mm-hmm. I've lived too far. I'm thinking too much. I'm <laughs> trying to control the outside environment, and it mm-hmm. gets it never feels good because when things don't work out the way that you foresee it, is when you you're stressed out and right. you know you walk around and people feel energy, yeah. you know people right. feel the stress, and only person that you can really focus on is yourself, and you can mm-hmm. model. And some people, if they feel that you know they're ready for change, they'll 
somewhat model, and then you can share this mm-hmm. this energy, this mm-hmm. kind of you know uh, this this connectivity that you have with people on the same kind of wavelength right. as as you. That's right. literally how I feel. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I yeah. work working with my kids. You know, my daughter, she does, she kind of follows in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. My son and a lot of other, um, you know, people we have mentored and worked with, right. you know, feel the same way. Yeah, so so you work, what, what are the age ranges, first of all, with the kids? Oh, my gosh. The youngest is three. Excellent. The youngest is three. The oldest is 83. All right, excellent. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure they would call themselves a kid, too, I'll bet. Well, you know, it's really important to stay connected to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, they are classes... Uh, in dance, in music, in, uh, you know, when you talk about energy and, and how how you feel kind of emanates out into the world, uh, that to me, without sounding too much uh, like a new age, the hippie mm-hmm. in Woodstock, mm-hmm. um, uh, vibration. I mean, it's really that, vibration, right? And, That's where and, I live. And vibration transcends speech uh, for sure. And I think that, that that as a species, we've sort of forgotten that. We think that the words are the things that define us uh, but it's really our actions it's it's who we are that define us and then the words help explain that really and i think now we think words are everything and that's not true I th- um words i mean as long as you're following up those words with you know the um, proper actions right then people will say that you are a person of integrity yeah, right. Exactly. I, that's, right. When they that's line what up. I feel that when yep. they line up and yep. when they're kind of incongruent, then yeah, that's uh, you know, then people yep. looking at you kind of with the side eye, kind of questionable, right. Right. you know. So exactly. you know, you're, you, the, as my mother used to say, the proof is in the pudding. Your actions yeah. should speak louder than words. Yeah. So you know, in in terms of. Um, of the Center for Creative Education and our mission being uh, to enrich the social and cultural awareness of youth and community mm-hmm. through arts, wellness, and cultural education. Right. It's something that we've built. That is our infrastructure. We build, you know, community on that, yeah. you know, um, in, in the way that we connect um, to our youth and and in, in helping them to cultivate their um their own particular like art their right. own you know voice sure yeah. yeah i mean the word education uh as i'm sure you know but a lot of people don't means to bring out you know and and what we do in our schools is we fill up you know we think that there's this <laughs> empty vessel that is a child and we're supposed to fill them up with all this stuff you know yeah, and the right. truth is yeah. what you're saying is exactly right is that that what they come into this world with some unique combination of stuff that that none of us know yet and the idea is how do we bring that out and um, and so uh, here's my big question is you uh, are called the Center for Creative Education mm-hmm. and uh, and education needs some creativity <laughs> in, it, yeah. in a big way mm-hmm. you know we are living in a world that still uses this sort of this not sort of this 19th century model of line up respond to a bell um, follow the mm-hmm. rules mm-hmm. take the tests you know and this was all really created to assimilate uh, early immigrants in the 19th century and to get them ready for fact jobs essentially mm-hmm. I mean it was industrial education uh, almost across the board and we are still in that model and 
I don't think kids were built for it then, and I don't <laughs> think kids are built for it now. <laughs> and so if you, and with the internet, by the way, we have information at our fingertips. So you don't have to memorize all these things that maybe you thought you did once upon a time, because kids are used to just picking up their phone and, and getting it when they need it. And so if you could wave a magic wand, what would school look like for your young child or the children you know? Or, Jimmy, I'll ask you the same thing. You know, what what would you like to see school education, we won't even call it school, an education process uh -huh, uh -huh. from age, let's say, 5 to 16 or 18, whatever it is now. We'll say that it stays the same. What would you like that, that process to do for your children? I would love for it to support their their design, whatever they were designed to do. I'd love the teachers. I would love from the top down to support, love the system to mm -hmm. support mm -hmm. what each individual child is meant for mm -hmm. through Which a would, series. Yeah. Right. You know, through a series of, it could be tests. Um, it could be, um, you know, just people that care about more than just the the external the the test right. and remembering and and just the, yeah if they can support and cultivate and manifest the whole child mm -hmm. right and left kind right. of brain which is uh, obviously we all know that you know America has completely uh, you know the the you know when it comes to creative brain it has been suppressed. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, and, but it's yeah. right now, this day and age, it's like you see it. Young mm -hmm. people aren't having it now. Right. They want to come out. They're right. coming out. I mean, I know it's been happening throughout history, but we're now like we, we you know, right. I, I, I want to create a platform for that to be easy and accepted. But young people are they're They're not stuck in this old age way of thinking. They, mm -hmm. they want to come out and they're looking for, from just my perspective, and this is what I'm speaking to younger people about as well, they want to be who they are, which is the right. hardest thing to be, on right. earth, like to be themselves, and they want support, and they, they don't want us to do it for them, mm -hmm. but if we create that platform, mm -hmm. give it to mm -hmm. them, and we're there to assist Right. You know, that's kind of a safety net till they, you know, sure, young yeah. people expose need. them to different things so they can yeah. pick and choose and say, yeah. oh, that speaks to me. And yeah. then autonomously, they begin to create the type of person and we support that person. And it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah, that's no, my, exactly. that's yeah. my, yes. Yeah, so. And I know, and we know that there are teachers listening to this right now going, oh, yep. but they don't know. And, 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 you know, the whole you know, like the bulk nature of education, you know, that says, well, there are 35 kids in a class, 25, 30, 40, whatever kids, that we don't have the um, support to address right. each individual human being, little human being. Right. And they'll and, you know, I, I know, um, I, uh, you know, I come from teachers. My family are teachers. Uh, I, I see great teachers up close and personal. Mm -hmm. Good friends of mine are teachers. You know, addressing the individual nature of a child and allowing that to uh, allow allowing that to shine as that because it's so much easier to put um, everyone in a similar slot. Right. You know, it's, right. It's exactly. math time, and we're all going to do math. 
math right. and it's now it's this it's social studies time we're going to do social studies but that's not the name you know my father if I got an A in arts it didn't matter growing up right. I needed an yeah. A in May right. Right? Yeah, 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 my yeah. parents yeah. wanted you know that yeah. and kids aren't all going to be mathematicians or, or social right. studies mm-hmm. uh, you know yeah. they're, or they're we right. and, and so when we talk to David uh, uh, Levine about this mm-hmm. is the emotional aspect of being a child also I, w- I would love to see more addressed in, in our education system. Mm, right. Mm, because yep. kids grow up, first off, they're, they're growing emotionally at different... You, you could have kids in the same class who are almost a year in age apart. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the emotional development between that is really challenging, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to understand that kids, you know, it's okay, that kids, that, that their feelings are okay, and to almost have a class dedicated to feelings. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. an hour for recess, which is awesome. Right. You know, and right. I also would love to see um, some real life stuff, you know, and I and I see this at schools now where uh, in Kingston, they have a community garden at one of the schools. Yeah. You know, where kids, right. are, it's not so antiseptic as this is science. This is the book. This is what we're learning, you know. Right. And well, that's the thing. There's a lot of ways to learn. You can grow a garden and there can be math involved mm. and there can be chemistry involved. There can be all sorts of things in the way you teach. So the, you know, some of the basics of teaching, uh, which can be valuable, certainly, um, can be taught in a lot of different ways. And it's also reminding me of, I think, a story I've told before that that we have a small farm uh, right next to our house. And uh, my wife, Jennifer, once said to the farmer, you grow such amazing vegetables. And he said, I don't grow the vegetables. They grow themselves. I create the conditions. I provide the nutrients. Mm. I, pre, you know, and and that's what we need to do. I think is provide the nutrients for the soil of these kids to grow into what they're going to grow into, and that's what's missing. Mm. Mm. No, that's you know you you spoke of um, of of teachers. I mean, I work within the school, Phoenicia, Woodstock pretty much all the elementary to high school uh, schools. And let me tell you something. For the most part, the teachers are so supportive, open, and willing to help, yes, mm-hmm. each individual child, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. I mean, the ones that are kind of lost on their path, I, I, you know, we always say that all youth are at risk. All of yeah, them. Right. All of them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter where you're from. All mm-hmm. youth, uh, youth are yeah. at risk. And yeah. that's what, you know, yeah. I target. You know, when I first moved up here from the city, um, I lived in Brooklyn, then Staten Island, then I moved to Harlem, then I moved up here. And I was mm-hmm. a corrections officer, right? Uh-huh. That's where I first started. And I was working in jail with a bunch of young people, you know, um, who created, you know, committed crimes or what have you. And I thought at one point, wow, young people need more preventative methods yeah, rather than intervention because at some mm-hmm. point it's, you know, it's not too late. It's just harder, right. you know, yeah. to create your path. Yeah, You know, absolutely. it's not impossible. I don't, my mind said, I don't think anything is impossible. Right. But the, the fact of the matter is, um, you know, uh, we wanted to get them when they're nice, young, and fresh. And there's a lot of teachers out there that's so supportive of mm-hmm. creative education, some traditional education, and they're trying to make changes dependent on, you know, the children that's coming into our school system now. And, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I see that, you know, things are changing, to me, for the better. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at that side of it and very optimistic in the way that I look at our society, that's why, you know, when we came and we started our discussion, 
with how daunting um, right. <laughs> people uh, can feel based on, you know, recent, you know, situations. You know, I feel that there's a large portion of people that's ready to, you know, uh, come together yeah. and galvanize and, yeah. you know, do the right thing. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. We were talking about that before right. you came in, that, that the current uh uh, situations in terms of our political and social and, you know, the things that people seem most concerned about is it's really energizing a lot of people as well and bringing them together in ways. Uh, it's funny, too, when you're talking about interventions and, and all kids are at risk. My first thought was not the the child that may be in poverty that ends up having uh, situations come up where they end up in jail, like you're saying, I'm thinking about the kid that ends up being a hedge fund manager. You know, <laughs> now that's an at-risk kid. You got, you know, and so and and I think that's what has to be considered. Is let's let's think about the whole picture here mm. and what are we kind of uh, you know training our kids to become? Whether it's uh, on on what would consider to be the wrong side of the law or the societal structures or the right side, and that actually that's that's can be just as dangerous if you kind of put the blinders on and just walk headlong into a future that somebody else has decided for you. I mean, it's 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 complicated. I want to bring up one thing really quick. We've got just a little bit of time left. What I am most impressed with, if that's possible, with what you're doing, when I go onto your website and I see images of the kids, I see for real black, brown, and white kids all in the same room. Now, a lot of people talk about inclusion. A lot of people want it and really strive for it. It's hard to do. How do you do it? <laughs> I don't judge people. Yeah. I don't judge. Mm -hmm. I don't come in with preconceived notion on what, how a person should act, who they are, what they have. I, I treat everyone is treated equally. We're there to bring community together, social, yeah. and there to learn culturally what we are all about. And right. if you're into that, if you're open to that, that's all I care about. Right. How can we fill gaps within our community that need it? And right now, more than any time in the world, we need this. Yeah. And to me, art is the way. Yeah. Yeah. Dance, mm -hmm. music, visual art, mm -hmm. it's needed. And yep. we need to come together. That's that's what I stand by. As I as I stated, I feel that Things happen from the top down, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to ideologies. And my mm -hmm. ideology, it's, it will never change. I, I need, we need that. Yeah. You know, our community, our society needs it. And I'm hoping that we can be a model for, yeah. for other communities to yeah. have a community arts um, organization. And, you know, that is, and, you know, real inclusive placed yeah. and safe place yeah. to be yourself. Yeah, I mean, you've really created something that that is an open invitation, clearly, just by looking at the images, you know, Thanks. and yeah. and and that is uh, rare to actually do it. Like you said, you know, people talk about it, but to actually do that and and of course, you're doing it through variations in art and that gets back to vibration that gets back into uh, you know you can be color blind and language blind and everything else but but you can all move to the same beat you know which the, is pretty awesome yeah the just uh, in on that note i i feel that i don't feel that i'm colorblind i don't right. feel that anyone should be colorblind right i think you should see my blackness mm -hmm. i should see where you're from and what mm -hmm. you're about so i can understand that yeah. and we can make this connection yeah 
so I understand you. This is what the world is about. Right. You know, I want to see people's differences. Yeah. That's what we should celebrate, the diversity in it. Right. You know, that yeah. word is being overused like all the time, but mm-hmm. still, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. throwing it out there yeah. because that's literally how, I mean, I have my history, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we all have ours, yeah. wherever that comes from. And yeah. it should be okay yeah. to talk about it. It should be okay to start that conversation and not feel too, like, you know, stuck in this space where, you know, this is, you know, not PC. Right, right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so I'm really great. kind of, that's yeah, I, awesome. I'm really loose in this space. So, yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah excellent. because if we can get here, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, just imagine where we can go with it. Yep. You know, so yep. that's what CCE was created around, you know, basing the arts as a platform to utilize it for all the other types of creative educational mm-hmm. opportunities that we can have. Drew Andrews from the Center for Creative Education in Kingston. To find out more about what they do, you can go to cceforme.org. The music for the show is original and available at peterbuffett.com. It's What's Next with Peter Buffett. I'm Jimmy Buff. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next time.